Hey, this is Todd and Julie Mullen, senior pastors here at Christ Fellowship Church in South Florida. Whether you're across the street or across the world, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy week to join for this message. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you to get more out of life. I think it's so good for us to remain in a place of thankfulness because it's like we hold on to it, right? We, we appreciate it. And what I appreciate uh, is your amazing pastor, Todd, and, and Julie Mullins, just some of the greatest people on earth. Can we just celebrate them for a second? Amen. And all that God is doing, I want to thank all of you who serve, all of you who give, like the vision of this church. Like, I like to say it this way, like God gives the, the vision to the pastors, but it's the people that come along and we can, we can ramp up the velocity of that vision. So thank you for all that you do, all that you give, all that you serve, how you pray for the vision of this church. I'm excited because today I get to continue in our series, like, like who is Jesus? Like this, like, you know, who is Jesus? And, and I love the messages. Ryan preached an incredible uh, message and I called him and he wrote my message today. So I'm just preaching his words. I'm joking. Uh, uh, Pastor Todd last week, just talk about following Jesus. And I was so grateful for that message. My son, literally, I feel like he likes your, your preaching more than mine. Um, so he's talking about it all week, but today we're gonna to take it to the next level. Who is Jesus? And there's a scripture that I wanna read, and maybe you've heard that Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I wanna just kinda of pick that scripture apart in John chapter 14. And if, you're, if you got notes, great. If you don't have notes, great. If you see something on the screen, take a picture of it. Write down notes later, but it says this. In John 14, it says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's house. If this were not so, <laughs> I wouldn't have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. This is Jesus talking and he says this, when everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way that I'm going. In verse five, I love this because Thomas, the, the doubter, he says, we don't know, Jesus. We don't know, Lord. We have no idea where you're going. How can we know this way? Which lands us on Jesus saying, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you do something amazing. Not only in this room, not only in the room of those who are watching online, not only at every campus, but do something in the emptiness that some of us may have in our hearts, that room. Father, I pray, God, that we feel your spirit today, that we're not only encouraged, but God, we want to encounter your spirit, in Jesus' name. And everybody said it good. Amen. Hey. Man, how many of you got one of these? Any of y'all got one of these? You wanna take it out real quick? All right, I ain't gonna take it. I love this phone. This phone is like an access point to a lot of things. For me, my bank account is on this phone. My, my directional apps is is on my phone, my, 
My hobbies are on my phone. Furniture stores, come on somebody. <laughs> Social media is on my phone. How I'm connected to the world is on my phone. But I've learned something about this phone, it, like, it's valuable. Like my life is on this phone, so it's protected with Face ID. I absolutely love Face ID. And when I first got this phone, I would have to set up my Face ID and it kind of looked like this. And so I'd look at my phone and I'd put my face up to it. And I'd start to just go 360. Come on, somebody. Look how handsome I am, Siri. And then it asked for me to do it again. And so I'd do it again. And I realized something about our phones. It's kind of like this passage of scripture here in John 14. In this phone, there are apps. In this phone, it helps me to do life. In this phone, I can access apps like Google Maps and access apps like Life360 so I can stalk my kids. <laughs> I got bank apps on this phone. My currency is on this phone. But if I'm gonna engage in the apps that are on this phone, if I'm gonna be an authorized user, I first gotta start at identification. My face, ID. Christ Fellowship, I wanna preach to you today from the topic, authorized users. What Jesus is saying here to his disciples, they have been with him for three and a half years. They have watched him step out in his call. They have watched him heal people who needed to be healed. He healed the paralytic guy who was on a mat. He healed Peter's mother-in-law. He, 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 he healed Lazarus. He, he turned water into wine. He healed a leper. Why? Why did he do that? How did he do that? Well, he had all the apps from heaven. Healing was at his disposal. Direction was at his disposal. Currency, faith was at his disposal. The names of God was at his disposal. Yahweh and Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Shalom and, and peace was at his disposal. And, and, and his ministry began and was all about the good news. And many of us, we say, well, what good news? What, the good news of the gospel? Well, yes, but it was the good news of the kingdom. The kingdom. The good news of the kingdom of heaven. I just wanted you to know, in case you didn't know this, healing comes from heaven. Joy comes from heaven. Peace from heaven. Faithfulness from heaven. Security from heaven. But it starts with authentication. In other words, I want to say it this way. Like why these apps 
were accessible to Jesus is because when he put in his face, he was in the image of his father. And being in the image of his father allowed him to have authorization because of his identification. So now Jesus is sitting at a table, the Last Supper, about to fulfill his assignment, about to fulfill the prophecies, about to live out his purpose and what he came to do. Well, Pastor, what is that? To bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. It says this in Mark chapter one, verse 14 and 15, later on, after John the baptizer was arrested, Jesus went back into the region of Galilee and preached the wonderful gospel, watch this, of God's kingdom. His message was this, at last the fulfillment of this age has come. It is time for God's kingdom to be experienced in its fullness. In other words, if we wanna be full of grace, we first have to be full of the kingdom. If we wanna be full of peace, we first gotta be full of the kingdom. Oh, pastor, that's a new King James word. That's a King James word. Come on, somebody, I grew up in old school church. The kingdom of God, it was like, you know, Morgan Freeman was saying it. The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent taketh by force. What is the kingdom? Well, it's important for us if we're going to be identified with Christ, if we're going to have authorization to the apps that he used that were at his disposal, we're going to have to understand the kingdom. The kingdom is two words. Ready? I'm going to split it up. The king's domain. The king's domain. Can y'all say it with me? The king's There y'all go. Look at that. The king's domain. In other words... When we were created, if you look at Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 27 and, and 28, it says, first, like, God created them. Who? Mankind in his own image. The, in, the, in the image of God, he created them, male and female. Okay, so let's sit, the, let's sit here. We're creating his image. Well, well, why? We're creating his image so that we can be fruitful, multiply, subdue, and have dominion. There it is. In other words, if I am going to dominate what has been dominating me, I'm gonna first have to identify with Jesus. So if I pick up the heavenly kingdom on his phone and have the apps of healing, joy, peace, it's going to have to recognize me as him so that I can access this kingdom. <laughs> wow. In other words, when I ask for healing, but I don't look like him. It could be like he's waiting for me, but I think I'm waiting on him. Kingdom. Well, the kingdom, let me say this is, there's elements of the kingdom. And I want to explain this to you. First, if there's a kingdom, there's a king. Come on, somebody. Like, you're like, man, Pastor Jimmy, you are smart. <laughs> that king is a governing ruler. The one who's in charge. That king has a vision. That king... Everything is at his disposal. And then there's territory. A specific location with defined boundaries. So you have a king, you have territory, a location. Now you need citizens. Come on, somebody. You need some people to represent that king. Paul speaks of this. He calls us ambassadors. 
We are to represent the king. Jesus is talking to his disciples here in, in John chapter 14, and he's saying, listen, I know y'all have been reflecting me, but when I leave, I need you to represent me. I need you to bring the kingdom of heaven to the kingdom of earth. So we got king, we got territory, we got citizens, and now we need laws. Come on, somebody. A form of government through which the will of the ruler is exercised. Can I tell you that it is God's will for you to have freedom? It is God's will for you to have joy. It is God's will for you to experience his love. And so if it's the will of the ruler who is the king of kings, which is Jesus, come on somebody, and he has some territory that he is trying to get us on earth to expand, come on somebody, now he's just looking for some citizens. And guess what, you ain't gotta be perfect. He's looking for some representatives, he's looking for some people to carry out his will to bring heaven to earth. You mean, Pastor, what does that have to do with me? Just say, like the Lord's Prayer, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, what Jesus is beginning to unfold here in John chapter 14, the disciples are looking for directions. Thomas is looking for directions. Jesus says, I go, don't let your heart, don't trip, homies. Relax. Don't let your hearts be troubled. In my father's house, there are many rooms. He's talking about heaven. If it weren't so, I wouldn't have told you. He's not, he's not looking for rooms like in this passage of scripture to, 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 to be uh, uh, like you're booking a hotel room. He, he's not looking for that. He's expanding room in heaven so that when you expand citizens on earth, that those citizens can then fill those rooms in heaven. Oh my gosh. So right now in heaven, the more we expand, the more vacancy heaven has. I don't, y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. I, I believe that God wants to use us to bring heaven to earth, and that's what he's telling his disciples. Huh. Some of us don't, have never understood that. But if you want to dominate, you have to first locate heaven and earth. Does that make sense? In other words, if this was the kingdom and this had a bunch of apps, how you get to the apps is you're made in his image, right? You gotta look like Jesus. Your life has to be inside of Jesus. And he's sitting at the table with his disciples and can you imagine these dudes have been with Jesus for three and a half years and they still don't recognize who he is. Man, the church, we, we got to recognize who Jesus is. We, there's a piece of Jesus, the presence of Jesus sitting right next to you. Those who are saved. Those who are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you right now, uh, uh, what I feel like is heaven has become our escape plan. Oh, this world is terrible. I got to go to heaven. God, get me out of here. One day I'm going to go to heaven. Come on. Our church, we used to sing these old signs. I'm climbing up, up on the rough side. Everything was rough. 
Everything was Exodus mentality. Of the mountain, I'm holding on to his powerful hand. I'm doing my best to make it in. In where? The disciples are asking Jesus, how do you get to heaven? They're saying, what is the direction? Jesus says, you don't get it. I don't want you to make I don't want your assignment and your purpose to be to make it into heaven. Mine is for heaven to make it in you. Uh-huh. Can I tell you, Christ Fellowship, can I explain something to you? Heaven was never God's escape plan. Heaven was God's expansion plan. And he's looking for some citizens that would be representatives and ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. You have to be an authorized user but it starts with identification. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am. You need healing? I am. You need joy? I am. You need peace? I... Me too. I am. You need deliverance? I am. You need a job? I am. You need to figure out how to navigate adult children? I am. Jesus, help us. My mom used to say, when I didn't understand when I was a kid, she used to say, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. She said, but before I understood the things of God, she says, Jimmy, when you say the name Jesus, the kingdom of heaven shows up. The disciples, they're God. Jesus wants them to be authorized users. And I'm telling you right now, as authorized users, number one, authorized users know the way to the kingdom. Jesus says, I am the way. Come on. If I asked you right now, how do you get to Havana? Which is some of the best Cuban food I've ever had. I would give you directions. And I could only give you directions because I've already been there but I couldn't tell you how to get there unless I've already been there. Jesus was sent from God to earth to be, come on somebody, to walk out this place as a man. Then he says, I'm gonna go and already be there, but now I'm gonna give you directions on how to get there. He says, I am the way. He doesn't say this is the way, he says I am the way. He doesn't give them turn left here, turn right here. He says words like this, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So the only turn that we need to make is the turn of repentance so that we can be identified with Jesus, so that we can bump into Jesus and find the way. Jesus says, I am the way. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. If it was me, I'd have been a little upset if I was Jesus. I'd be like, homies, Y'all been with me for three and a half years and you still don't recognize me. You still don't know me. Come on, Peter, he was always forgetting who Jesus was. You know one time he was walking on water because he, he knew Jesus was with him, then halfway in, he, he jacks up his face ID and he sinks <laughs> because he didn't identify Jesus. He says, I am the way. You see, what happens is the disciples, they're looking for a path. But Jesus says, stop looking for a path. 
and look at the person. Stop looking at the path and look at the person. Do you know all throughout scripture, Jesus is referred to as the way? Even all throughout Acts, Christians are saying this is the way, not this is the direction, but this is how you live it out. This is the instruction. Can I tell you, the disciples are looking for a place to go. Jesus is looking for something for them to have. The disciples are looking for directions. Jesus is trying to give instructions. The disciples are looking, man, man, what, you know, what turns do I make? And Jesus says, turn your life to me. And when you turn your life to me, you, you move from just reflecting my image to representing who I am. I feel like preaching old school, y'all. If I had a B3 organ, I'd do a Jericho march right now. He says, I am the way. I, I love my phone. I love the Google Maps. I'm a Google Maps guy. I'm not a Waze guy because I don't believe people. Because too many times they'd be like, police is there. They're not there. Pothole. No pothole. What happened? Some of y'all Google Maps, Waze, Apple Maps. They all help you get to a location. They all are apps for direction. But Jesus, he doesn't wanna just give direction, he wants to give instruction. In other words, I could give you directions on how to get to heaven, but I would rather give you instructions on how to have heaven show up anywhere. It's like going to Ikea. I'm not an Ikea guy, I used to be. But it's like going to Ikea. I, like, if you said right now, go to Ikea, I'd put it up my phone, find Ikea, search it, tell me the directions, and then it would give me directions to get to Ikea. But what's the use to get into Ikea when you have directions if you don't have instructions of how to put that furniture that comes together in all of those pieces? You need both directions and instructions. Can I tell you in the body of Christ, you need both a a path and a plan. In the body of Christ, you need directions and instructions. I want to know how to have joy show up here. I want to know how to have peace show up here. I want to know how to not wait if it's Monday till the next Sunday in order to be in the presence of God. I need both directions and instructions. That's how you get the kingdom here. Jesus says, I am the way. Have you ever set out, see, me and Irene were new here. We just moved. I'm using Google Maps for everything. I'm using my apps for everything, every single thing. Wait, wait, food, Google Maps, come on somebody. Like I know how to get to church, but I'm just so used to Google Maps, I just pull it up. And so I pull it up and I was going to get my hair cut. Come on somebody, look at that line. Some of y'all, my wife could, y'all, my wife, she looked at me this morning, she goes, baby, you fine. I said, so are you, girl. I was going to the barbershop. And I went to the barbershop and I, I put in the directions and I get, you know, I'm so focused on the directions. I, I, I'm so focused and I'm like, turn here, turn rare, stop light, don't hit that person. Come on, I'm, I'm trying to get to the barbershop and then no more directions. And Google says, you've arrived. I can't find it. Have you ever arrived at something? But you can't find where it is? Can I tell you why? because we're so concentrated on the direction that we take sight 
and our eyes off the destination. Jesus says, I called you to follow me, but you're so worried about where we're going, you have missed who I am. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. It is time for the body of Christ to know Jesus. They're trying to get to where Jesus is going. Jesus trying to get him into who they are. The wonders of Jesus are only found in the ways of Jesus. Number two, authorized users know the truth of the kingdom. He says, I am the way. I'm an authorized user, I know the way. Okay, now give me the truth. What's the truth? I'm not talking about like people who tell lies or don't tell lies. That's not the truth here. You see, the disciples, if you read this passage of scripture, uh, they, they, they start saying, you know, Jesus is like, we don't know the way. And, and Jesus says in John 14, 10, don't you believe that I am the father and the father is in me? <laughs> Verse 11, just believe that I am the father and the father is in me. Or at least watch this, believe because the works you have seen me do. Can I tell you something, Christ Fellowship? God has done some work in your life. God's resume is absolutely marvelous in your life. Some of you right now need to look back and think back over your life and begin to celebrate the fact that God loved you so much he didn't leave you where you were. So if he brought you this far, Don't believe the truth, uncover the truth. The word, the Greek word for truth here is to be revealed or to be uncovered. What, we, what Jesus is saying is, I'm gonna show you another part of me that you have not seen. You've seen, you're gonna experience the suffering part, but now you're gonna know the resurrection part because in three days, I'm gonna go on a journey to hell and I'm gonna get the keys to the kingdom to unlock your eyes, to see what you have not been able to see before. Christ Fellowship, I feel this in my heart, that God wants to reveal things to us. The problem is, is our hearts only process information. Our eyes only see information. Our minds only know information. We're so used to facts, but facts is robbing our faith. Can I encourage you, church? Stop allowing what you're looking at to determine what you see. Ask God to reveal the kingdom when you're in the doctor's office and you get a diagnosis, say, God, reveal your kingdom to me. And when he reveals his kingdom to you, you know what happens? Heaven shows up. You know what happens when heaven shows up? Are y'all watch this? The king is now in charge. Do you know what happens when the king is now in charge? The place, come on somebody, that was earth it is now the jurisdiction of God. It is now the territory of God. And when heaven shows up, the king shows up, the territory of God shows up, the citizens are now, come on somebody, recognize we can now change the law. 
which means what was supposed to kill you ain't gonna kill you. What was supposed to take you out is not gonna take you out. Purpose, pain comes out. Purpose comes out of pain because this kingdom shows up. Now watch this. When the kingdom shows up in a doctor's office, when you get a diagnosis, his territory shows up. Now, whatever the doctor said is trespassing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I came to tell you right now that cancer is trespassing, that a failed marriage is trespassing, that divorce is trespassing, that pornography is trespassing, that doubt and discouragement and anxiety and suicide is trespassing. God is looking for some citizens to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth so that we can change this thing. And we do that through the truth. Pastor, how do we know the truth? John 16 tells us how we can know the truth. When the spirit of the truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. You see, Jesus had to go so they'd stop missing him and start being him. That's the truth. So they can see what he sees. So they can know who he knows. My daughter, Maya, she's 16, and she just knows this thing way better than me. And sometimes, I'm looking for an app. I'm looking for something. I'm in the kingdom. Come on, somebody. And I'm like, how, how do I do that? Like a translator. Like the kingdom can, this, the phone can, it's the apps. Y'all, there's apps. There's maps. There's banks. There's... Alarm system, there's games. It's fun in the kingdom. Like, did you stop being so serious? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, why am I so depressed? Because you don't like having fun. And I said, Maya, how do you do that? And she says, well, first, go to the left and hit search. Sometimes I'm looking for something that I already got. Anybody? And you put it up and you realize it says, just download it again. You already got peace. You already got joy. You, you already got freedom. But what you need today is the Holy Spirit. I said, Maya, well, how come it's not working? It's because she says, because there's been an update that you haven't downloaded. It's called the Holy Spirit. We're so focused on hardware. Jesus in this passage of scripture is focused on software. The Holy Spirit is software. The Holy Spirit is the new operating system. You can have the old phone, but have a new operating system. That's what happens when you give your life to Jesus. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And some of you, we just need to download the app. But you can't download the app if you keep pulling out from the power prematurely. I said, Maya's not working. She says, leave the phone alone. God's got this. See, if I don't know how long it's taken, but God's got this. He's working on the solution before you even knew there was a problem. 
gonna lead you in all truth. You know what the truth is? No weapon formed against you is gonna prosper. You know what the truth is? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know what the truth is? Come on, somebody. That God loves you too much to leave you where you are. He's trying to make this transfer. Why? Because at the end of this passage, he tells the disciples, you will do greater works. Not greater works like outdoing me, but you will continue my mission on earth as it is in heaven. And the spirit is gonna be the intermediary between me and you. And you're gonna be able to do things that you didn't know you could do. Authorized users know the way. Authorized users know the truth. And the last point, authorized users, they know life in Jesus. I was looking for a deep point. I was like studying, my wife was like, stop studying, you already have too much. I just wanna encourage you one thing here. There's one thing to live life. There's another thing to have life. And Jesus says this in John 10, 10. I have come that you might live life and live life more abundantly. It's not what he said. He said, I have come that you might have life. You see, when you live life, death is the end. But when you have life, no longer does death have the final word because Jesus has resurrected from the grave. I'm excited, y'all, because I got life. And I got it more abundantly. And I didn't really know I had life until I almost lost my life. 2017, can you put the picture up there? I was 420 pounds. A preacher. Some of y'all looking at that picture right now and be like, he could swallow Irene. <laughs> That's a big dude. <laughs> I probably just ate, actually we did, I know exactly where we were. I had a food addiction. You can go to the next picture and it landed me. At 420, that's what congestive heart failure looks like. I was preaching, traveling the world, living life, but didn't have life. Didn't have eternal life. That fake, that smile is fake. You can put it back up there. That smile is fake. That laugh is fake. That laugh doesn't know the truth. That laugh doesn't know. He's preaching about the way, but he don't know the way. And in 2017, in June, I was on my deathbed, honestly, congestive heart failure. And my wife looks at me and she says, I'm exactly what you need. Now this is two years post her addiction journey. She's two years recovered at the time and I was gonna leave her. And I'll never forget, some of you heard this story before, God said this, don't leave the, the, the old, don't leave because the old Irene won't have time or chance to heal the wounds Come on, somebody, that the new Irene can only heal. And I said, okay. And God says, you'll never have the wife you want until you love the wife you have. So I loved her anyway and had no idea that while she was getting right, while she was knowing the truth, while she was finding a way that God was gonna lead her to find my way. She looked at me and said, I work out every day. I eat healthy every day. Notice that I am here. She said, stop looking for direction and start taking instruction. And now she can't keep her hands off me, y'all. Y'all need to pray for me. 
I've lost 150 pounds. Come on, somebody, look what the Lord has done. And I'll never forget, can y'all stand with me? I'll never forget when I pulled out my phone, 60, I was 60 days in, had lost 60 pounds, and I'm trying to get to my apps, and I open up my phone, and my phone's like unauthorized. I had changed so much that what used to unlock the kingdom couldn't lock and lock it anymore. Come on, somebody. I had to be new. And there are people in this room today that, man, you're at a place where you feel like you're on your deathbed. You're not on your physical deathbed, but you're like, God, today is the last day. God, I'm giving you one more chance. And God says, no, no, no. I'm giving you one more chance to stop asking for direction and to start taking some instruction. God says, any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're in this room right now and there are some apps that you have not been able to unlock, God says today, I can make up the distance. God says today, I want to bring heaven to earth. Stop trying to escape and start wanting to expand. God says right now is your moment. If that's you on the count of three and you know that there's some distance in your relationship with God and you know that you need God today and you know that today is the day that you need to realize the kingdom of God is at hand. I want you to put your hand up and says, I want to be saved today. One, two, three. Come on. Hands are going up all over at every campus online. I believe God. He is not a respecter of location. He is a respecter right now of people who are crying out to God and saying, I need you. Would you repeat after me? Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Say, Jesus, set me free. Say, today is the day I'm going to walk in your way. Today is the day I'm going to walk in your truth. And today is the day I'm going to stop desiring to live life because I want to have life. In Jesus' name. And everybody said a good amen. Come on, Christ Fellowship. Thank you again for spending time with us today. If you're looking to take a step in discovering the more that God has in store for you, just text the word podcast to the number 441-441 and select the option that applies to you. And if you enjoyed this message, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. A special thanks to those of you who generously give to all that God is calling us to do together. It's because of you that everything that we do is possible. We'll see you right back here for next week's message.